If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oh, I clicked the button. I clicked it. It looks like my audio. Did you click the right button? (laughs) No, I'm streaming right now. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I honestly, not that I would expect you to do it, but just the way things have been going for me these past couple days, like I wouldn't be surprised because guess what? I got a fucking tale to tell, Big Josh boy. I can't wait. So I go to breakfast with my parents. Yes. Okay, okay. I was like, all right, I'll go to breakfast with you, whatever. It was kind of sure. hilarious because, of course, I ordered chicken strips, which was actually, here's the thing. It was, was it a actually place, a bad idea because, oh. yeah, it was just, uh, you should never order chicken strips at a place you've never been to before. I got to be real, be Josh Boy. Like, real. it's just, okay. it's, Why? it's Why one of those that? foods I feel like that's a that safer can be one. really gross. No, it's really? not. Because some okay, places. So what's, the, what's the safest food to order then if you've never been to a restaurant? Like fucking ha- eggs and hash browns. Easy. Eggs? You like, would, yeah. Oh my goodness. No. I would rather do like, I would rather do a scramble or like an omelet or something like that. Like I feel like that's much, much safer because really? here's the thing. I feel. You never okay. know how they're going to make their chicken strips because some people, they get like these, these pre-made ones, these pre-breaded ones and everything. And then others are like, we have homemade chicken strips. Get that fucking shit out of here. I don't want your homemade Ooh. bullshit. Ooh. Get he it out of like, my life. He doesn't like when they put the cornflakes on it and like no, toast because it up. It just means there's going to be more hard spots. Like it's a guarantee that there's going to be hard spots. So I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm eating my chicken strips. I hit a hard spot and literally just like looked my mom dead in the face and was just like, and just like spit it <laughs> out. And she was like, baby. Yeah. She was like. <laughs> why <laughs> she was like what's wrong and i was like hit a hard spot my dad just laughed at me but that's not even part of the story it was just like i made a mistake i gotta right, tell everybody right. you think chicken strips is a safe food just say it's bet. safe it's not I think it's safe it's not it's definitely not okay so get my chicken strips whatever eat all right, it. All right. it's it's it, it's fine okay it's fine Ooh, like the fries fine. are the best part they yeah. have like the the homemade fries or whatever that shit was pretty good but okay. we get like halfway through the meal it's starting to wind down okay you know when you get to that point in conversation where you're starting to have those lulls and you're just like oh okay this is going to be over pretty soon yeah so yeah. i get my like my tummy's a rumbling I was Uh-oh. like, mm, I'm going to have to poop This boy's going to poop soon. his pants. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to have to poop soon. So like, do I just go now while we're here? Like maybe yeah. it'll be a little bit better. Or it seems like this is winding down. It seems like I'll be okay. I'll be safe mm. to just wait. And I can mm. go home. Because I like this mistake restaurant 10 minutes two. away from my house. Yeah. Mistake number two of the day. Fucking terrible <laughs> idea. So we're all good. Uh, we we wind down, we get up, we're going to go and everything. I forgot the fact that the second you stand up, it's just like, dude, it's knocking at the back door. Like when you're sitting down, it's fine. It's whatever. But the second you stand up is like, uh, go. what's going to happen, you know? So we're walking gotcha. out. I, I grabbed my like birthday present from my parents' car. It was like a weed whacker and like a, a blower and a hedge trimmer. Dope as shit. We need a weed whacker, okay? I haven't 
I haven't done that shit. I, done, I haven't done the edging to my lawn mm, mm. in like since we got the house, basically, Ooh, because we didn't have so a weed whacker. So it's like, then. yeah, so our grass like this much where I can mow it and like fucking huge on the yeah. sides, like next to the fence is gigantic. It's hilarious. But <laughs> well, actually, there's a person who like is like back there. It's like not directly behind me, but one to the right. Their backyard, not even joking, the creepiest shit I've ever seen. It's like, uh, it, it's basically just like weeds, but overgrown for years. Ooh. Like, I don't know how long they've owned that house, but I wouldn't be surprised if the entirety of that time has been spent just cultivating weeds in their backyard. Nothing is green. It's all yellow and it's all weeds. And it's like, seriously, like seven feet tall. Shit's Damn. crazy. I could see it from my bathroom window upstairs. But so I get in my car and everything. I get this weed whacker. I fuck yeah, this I'm a I'm a weed whack my lawn. I ended oh, yeah. up forgetting to plug in the battery, so I didn't use it today. But whatever. Ooh. I I yeah, it was <laughs> mistake number three. Yeah, dude. Uh, a weekend full of mistakes. All right. So I'm on my way home and it's like it's like that moment where you've got like it's like a gopher, it's like a turtle head poking out. You're like, dude. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Like, I, I'm not even joking. On my drive home, there was a moment where I was like, am I just going to have to yeah. be okay with shitting my pants <laughs> right now? I like I was coming to terms with the idea. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking like I'm I'm going to shit my pants. And like I'm wearing it khakis. Happens, so I was like, I'm going to destroy these dope oh, ass no. pants. I'm going to destroy my fucking driver's seat. Like, it's just I'm going to have to die. I'm going to have to just go home and just throw myself off the roof. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's, the, that's only the only logical thing to yeah. do after that. What else would you With, do? Put pants still on, you know, yeah. full load in just, the in the butt part. And was I was it just you and Morgan? It was just me. Yeah, what Morgan didn't go with me. She oh wasn't feeling God. good. So it was just me oh. in the car. And I was literally, I was driving like this. Oh, I was like, man. And I was yeah. like fucking clenching my steering wheel so hard. But I was driving <laughs> like, I was would, speeding like a motherfucker. Would you be more willing to poop yourself if it was just you or what? <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to do it all together. <laughs> like, here's the, if it was just me and it was like, I'm like, there was, okay, there was the moment where I was like, I'm going to shit myself. Like, I just yeah, had to come yeah. to terms with it. I was like, I'm going to poop my pants, whatever. But I, I stopped and I was like, in my head, I was like, you're a grown fucking man. You're not going to shit suck, your pants. Time to suck that right back up. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not shitting my pants. And the, it was like God read my fucking thoughts and was like, ha, no. And the second I thought that moment, we pull around this bend. Shitty little dickhead is in the middle of the street in a fucking golf cart. Just two miles an hour down the road. And I was like, dude, I swear to fucking God, I will hit you with my car. Like, I'm not even afraid at this point. Oh I'll drive you off the road. Like, m my pants matter more to me. My pants are my pride matter more to me than your yeah. golf cart. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Luckily, so this person turns onto the same road that I'm turning on. And I was like, come on. But then they finally pulled off a little bit onto the side. And I was like, fuck you. And just went around as fast as I could. Oh, I'm yeah. driving 60 and a 30. I was oh. like, I don't even care. It was like a 35. But like. Oh, that makes it okay. Yeah, it wasn't a neighborhood is my point. I was yeah. like, I was driving quick, but I had full awareness of everything. <laughs> 
And I, I, my, my, I think my wife got it on the recording is literally me pulling in to the parking spot, throwing that shit in park. I pop out my car. Didn't even have time to close my car door. I just sprinted to my front door. And then like midway through sprinting, I was like, that's a bad idea. I don't need to do that. Like, do not do that. I was oh, like, I'm going to do that weird little shuffle where you squeeze your butt yeah, cheeks together. It's just like, you got to become a penguin for a bit. Yep. I come through the front door of my house. I throw that shit. I was like, fucking close that bitch. I ain't dealing with you. I was like, I don't care if it locks. I don't give a shit. Go around my little stairs. I throw my keys. I was like, I don't want to deal with you. And then finally, second, my cheeks touch this porcelain, dude. It was like Ugh. Armageddon. It was the Ugh. worst. I was like, that would have been the worst thing Ugh. ever to happen to me. And then, of course, right when I go to wipe, for some reason, my fucking like, my toilet sheet shifted under me and pinched the fuck out of my ass cheek. And I was like, what is happening right now? What, who did I piss off to have all of this happen to me today? Like, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was. What a what a story. Well, I'm glad you made it. I, uh, I the whole time I was like, he's going to shit his pants, though. He keeps telling me <laughs> that he didn't. But I kept expecting you'd be like, I got to the door and bam, it happened. And I thought like, that was going to happen, too. The second I pulled into my driveway, I was like, am I going to shit my pants in my own driveway? Right. Like, now, is yeah. this going right to happen your, right for now? For all your neighbors to see. Yeah. Am I, am I going to have to just go into my backyard and hose myself off? Like and just, just throw like, it, just throw it in those the, that weed neighbor. Like yeah, they never know. They'll never find like, it. In 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 a hundred years, in the next within the next century, somebody else purchases yeah. that house and goes in there, and they're just like a shitty pairs of khakis in their backyard. Yeah. They're like it's fertilizer, baby. About? I like I walk up into my bedroom. My wife's like, "Where are your pants? Well, wh- yeah, why are you <laughs> naked?" And I'm just like, "It's how I roll, Pooh Bear or nothing, dude. Yeah. It's it." Like I just I went to the restaurant like this. Everybody was like, mm, "I'm big nuts." Like that's just mm-hmm. how I roll, you know. But yeah, dude, I Sounds fucking about right. worst thing. I I hate it. Like with with my natural anxiety about like just this whole situation, ugh, it was the worst. I even thought at one point in time, I was like, "Do I just pull off and poop on the side of the road?" Like, do yeah, I do dude. that right now? Yeah. Especially because there's like a bunch of overpasses like uh, that I was driving past. And it's like the creepy overpasses where you expect people to be murdered or drug deals to be made. Like every time I drive that way because I have to take that road to school, there's always this suburban underneath one of the overpasses just chilling. And I'm like, that's definitely some sort of drug deal or like somebody's getting an HJ. Like weird shit's happening over there. Could be, could be. It yeah, could and they're be always pooping. gone by the time I come back. They're they're mm-hmm. always gone. So I'm like, what's happening? Hmm? They but knew yeah, that luckily, you had to poop. They they got out of the way. I I would have hit their car. I would have moved them. You know, I would have moved him. Been like, this is my poop territory. I just <laughs> crouch on the side of my car. That's, yeah, that's the way you got to do it, dude. Got to claim your territory. You got to let them know. See, and then I wouldn't have anything to wipe with. I would have to take off one of my socks. And just be like. <laughs> This is what I got to do, you know. I'm already shitting on the side of the road. <laughs> I'm not tough. trying to get my I'm not trying to get my pants fucked up, you know. So I mean, yeah, yeah. If you went all that way to to do it in public and to have the embarrassment of being almost caught by someone while they're driving and just be like, "Why is this guy pooping on the side of the road? What is this hobo doing?" <laughs> be like, oh, "I don't know. Might as well just wipe my bow with a sock. Oh, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine." 
It's fine. Hello and welcome to IndiePod, an indie games podcast, your weekly source for all the indie games news you need to know. This week, we do have actually one news story for you. I, I can't say it's like a gigantic one. It's not a massive one, but it is a one that it we're going to talk one. about today before, of course, hopping into news cram. God bless the crowd answering your listener questions. And that's about it. We don't, that's, we don't that's do anything it. else. There's nothing else yeah. from us. We got nothing. That's all you get. But, but before we get into any of that, I would like to introduce myself, just the perpetual bowel movement, Vaughn Hyde, alongside my illustrious co-host, the biggest of average Josh Boys. How you doing today, big Josh Boy? Man, what a way to uh, start this episode. Like, such a, a shitty story to get us down that road. It's all downhill from here, baby. Oh, absolutely. That's that's how I like it. Just downhill, that's perpetual. How, yeah. That's what we get. Uh, I'm doing well, though. I'm doing well. I'm ready to to move off of that topic and go to something different. <laughs> so, of course, before we get into anything, got to go through some housekeeping. Please check out our developer interview going live this Wednesday, uh, the 15th of September. This one is with Ian Beckman. He, they are the director of Big Sur Games, developers of Cosmos Quick Stop. Once again, that is going live this Wednesday, September 15th. Of course, after that, while you're in your browser, you're like, you know what? What am I fucking do? I'm going to head over to the U, to the, to the fucking IndiePod Teespring. I'm going to pick up a shirt. I'm going to pick up a sticker. And you know what? It's never going to be anything else. I'm done. Like it's never, never am I going to put anything else on there. It's just, it's over. It's just, it's whatever now. It's whatever. I'm glad, I'm glad you finally accepted it though. You know, it was, I know. there you were a few so things delusional. in life that I'm just like, I'm never going to fix it. It's putting that shit to free services. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And uh, putting new shit on our Teespring. It's just, it's yeah. really never going to happen. I've, I've wanted that hoodie, but we're just never going to get it, y'all. Yeah. Never going to happen. Easily. Never. It's, it's I, I'll just, unless I do it on a whim, it's never going to happen. Whatever. Nah, I don't, cool. I don't see it's it. Cool. I don't see it happening. <laughs> we'll be canceled before that happens. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We just try. I talked about how I'm going to shit my pants for 11 minutes. Yeah. People think we're going to stay on the air or whatever. <laughs> nah, definitely not going to nah, happen. Nah. Also, while you're in your browser, head over to YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. It is just IndiePod. Really nice, concise, easy to find. You can check out the clips. You can check out these videos. You can check out some of Josh's old reviews. Of course, you got like the Everhood, Omori. Good shit, good shit. Mm -hmm. Please leave us reviews on any site in which you can do so. Specifically, iTunes helps us out a lot. It helps us leech, leech I guess also leech, but reach a wider audience uh, so they can just uh, come upon the majesty of indie games. And lastly, thank you so much to all of our amazing patrons. If you give us any amount of money, I love you. These lips touch your lips one day. But before, just like skin to skin, you know what I mean? Just like... I told you, dude. Canceled. But... Before, <laughs> but of course, I've got to read off all the $3 tiers and higher because that's just what we got to do, you know? So, Ethan and Gamer for fun. John, it's just John. It's just John. We'll see. Mixamatosis, a.k.a. Mix, Zach Durham, Chase Hopkins, Philip Rich, the one by of Australia, Josh Nichols, a.k.a. Active Josh, and Sam Fillion from Canada. Thank you all so much. You are all so amazing. And it's time for us to talk about what we've been playing this week. Now, I don't know if my face is actually touching this microphone or if it's just in my head. I think that my beard hair is touching this microphone. But if it happens again, I'm letting you know, 
It's roof time. You know, I'm just going to hop off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a swan dive. It's going to be fine. It's whatever. Like too many things have gone wrong this weekend. If I hit this microphone one more time with my face and or my hands, it's fucking done, dude. It's done. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll fucking I'll switch to like a camera on my phone in this discord. You know, some way mm-hmm. that we can record it. Dive off, Josh. I'll, I'll fucking write my note. I'll be like, Morgan, you got to you got to fucking give Josh this file. You know, yeah, sorry I did this to you, but this weekend has just been too much for me. Too give much. this file to Josh and then she'll give it to you. You edit it together. Boom. Easy. Done. Easy. Episode of Indie Pod. Done. That's the last you one. Know? That's how we finish. But that's like here. Here. This is for everybody else. I'm going to back up a bit. You know, I'm going to try to keep my face away from this microphone so we don't have to come to this catastrophic <laughs> I game. I haven't noticed it at all. So I think it's in your head. See. That's what I mean. I, I think it's, it's just, I don't even think yeah. it's actually happening. You're I'm so far away from mic. this microphone you're right now, dude. You're nowhere near that mic. You're yeah. Fu- you're going literally delusional. What the fuck is touching my face? Your, I don't know. Your hand is touching your face. Chill out. Did I tell you that I think my house is haunted? Like, no you're, joke. It's probably because you keep shitting in it like that. Dude, I, it's, it's either that or like I'm schizophrenic and it's like schizophrenia runs in my family. At this point, Ooh, it's like, that which one would be better? So right? much. That is one it's of schizophrenia? my- Schizophrenia? Schizophrenia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Schizophrenia and like, um, and uh, dementia are two oh, of dementia. The, like, the biggest that things that I'm like so afraid is going to happen to me. And and there was one time I was looking up and it was like, oh, one of the biggest causes for, for things like dementia is like you not getting enough sleep. And I'm like, I never get enough sleep. And I was like, I'm worrying myself not getting sleep because I'm going to get dementia because I'm not sleeping enough. <laughs> it's like this endless cycle. Yeah, dude, my my grandma, my my dad's mom actually uh-huh. had uh, schizophrenia and there's a little bit on my grandpa's side as well. So it's like it's possible, but like no joke, dude, there's been several instances of just weird ass shit happening in my house. And I'm like, am I just like, am I going crazy or is there a ghost in my house? Because like it could really be either, you know, okay. like and I know we're going to talk about what we've been playing, but I just got to go. Into <laughs> I this keep again, changing okay? the time. Stamp I know I've seen you do it like again. five times. So I'm chilling. I'm sitting there. I'm eating like fucking I think it was KFC or whatever. One day I picked it up on my way home from school. I'm chilling in my living room. I'm watching like anime or some shit. I think it was actually Brooklyn Nine-Nine sitting there oh, watching the best the new, anime like, there season is. eight, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Jake Peralta, best anime protagonist ever. Uh, so I'm sitting there, I'm eating my famous bull, you know, no corn. Cause that's just fucked up. And I just hear this like massive pop next to me. And it was like, it was like somebody took a firecracker and like blew it up right next to my head. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I looked around my house for like 40 minutes. Couldn't find it. Have no idea what it was. And I was like, what blew out an eardrum just happened like i yeah i have no idea what happened i was like okay whatever a couple days later i'm sitting there i'm laying on the couch i hear footsteps that are like right next to me and it's like barefoot on the ground like you know you can hear it coming up next to you (laughs) barefoot steps right next to me turn around nobody was fucking there josh nobody okay what is happening with my fucking life and then like a couple days later I'm sitting in my living room. I hear some fucking pots crash in my kitchen. And I was like, what the fuck? What is happening? I walk into my kitchen. Nothing. No fucking pots moved. My cat's not in there. Nothing fucking happened. I'm either going crazy or there's a ghost in my house. 
Have you it's like, considered talking to someone about this? Nah, nah. I just go crazy and say it'll be fun. <laughs> oh man, good stuff, good stuff, man. Yeah, I'm a little worried about it, but you know, it's like, fine. It's, it's fine. What's the? I mean, go. I'll just make it into content. It'll be like, the, yeah. uh, what is it like? Paranormal activity, and I'll just be like chilling. You know? Yeah. They'll yeah. be like, "Did you hear that?" And they'll be like, "No, you're literally just recording you sleeping on the couch." Like, I don't know what you. And yeah. I'm just like, "There's you start You could start doing little, uh, little indie pod. You know, behind the scenes, you could start showing off your place and be like, "Oh, don't go there. There's ghosts in there." Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like Bo Burnham's inside where he slowly like basically just went insane. Yeah. Like yeah, over yeah. time. But I'll just do the same for IndiePod. That's it'll be literally like, what, this is that's just literally following Vaughn's descent into madness. That's what IndiePod is. You watch from episode one to now 152, and you're slowly getting to see your your dip into madness. Yeah, that's pot. This is literally just a documentary about (laughs) you going insane. It has nothing to do with indie games anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Speaking of indie games, Big Josh Boy, now I'll let you put down that sweet, sweet time code. Oh, thank you. Playing Crown Trick by Next Studios. Please tell me about it. I believe this is either a game that we we've. Did we talk about it in God Bless the Crowd? We've talked about this game we've, before. We've talked about this game because when uh, during one of the Steam like demo festivals a year ago Ooh, or so, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I went on a, a big you know uh, demos run of just like I wanted to play a bunch of demos and try them out, and this was one of them. So I talked a little bit about it, but this is. Um, uh, officially out uh and it has been for for a, a little bit now um but it released on game pass and i wanted to give it a, a a quick look because it was something where i had fun with it but it wasn't anything that like blew my mind at the time when i played the demo um so once again game pass great because you get to just pick something up and try it um but i actually i've been digging it uh i've played for the last two days and i've put in a couple of hours onto it because I just I got sucked into it. It's really fun. It is a isometric turn-based game where you're it's like a top-down view. You have this character and you're on a grid and you're moving square by square, right? And the way that time works in this game is every time you move, enemies move. So any action you take, anything that you do, whether it be a skill or it be you attacking with your weapon uh, or just movement, the enemies will then correspond and, and act uh, accordingly. And so a lot of it is is just, you know, uh, strategy. A lot of it is random because it's it's a roguelite game where you're constantly getting elements of power ups and different weapons. And there's like even gambling machines in it that will sometimes show up that you can play to try and get better, you know, loot and things like that. Um, but the main idea I like the the story of it is you're waking up in this like this dream world and you find this crown that is a pompous jerk but is basically all-knowing and uh unfortunately isn't like all powerful without i guess a person to to have the crown with them i don't don't know exactly why it works that way yeah basically so you're walking with this crown and you're you're trying to fight these uh these beings, these creatures in this this dream world, this uh, ethereal world that is haunting the real world because of all of these nightmares that are coming about. And so you're going into these different floors and and going to different parts of this uh, this dream world to then defeat these enemies to help restore what is normalcy to you know the 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 outside world. And so a lot of it, like I said, is really cool because it it plays into the roguelike trope of you get to uh, technically roguelike 
because, or no, roguelite, excuse me, roguelite, because there is progression in it um, if you're having trouble with certain areas. But you have two different forms of currency, gold, and then you have like dream shards. And then gold is like further run to use and the dream shards are later to spec into things like making weapons stronger or making your damage uh just general stats higher it's really cool because it has this familiar system where um basically what happens is you can have two familiars at any given run and it just equates to having two spells for each of those familiars but the way it works is those familiars are like these enemies these boss type monsters that you fight throughout and so whenever you defeat one then they'll be available to this pool of different skills that you have so it's just it's That's it's cool. nice to be able to see these enemies to fight them and then get their powers that you're fighting against um and then each floor has a number of bosses or uh, excuse me, a boss at the end of each floor. You then have these like mini bosses, which are familiars. Um, and you basically just keep playing on kind of a loop like that of like go through floors, fight a couple bosses, go through floors. And it's usually like from what I've seen uh, about like three major floors and then a, a main boss at the end of each one. And then when you do that, you beat like a run. And it's been going in days where it's like day one, day two. Um, so I don't know exactly where the story goes, but it seems like there's five main like story beats or worlds to, to go through. The, the one thing that I ran into, however, uh, and this is what I will use as a, uh, a warning to people who want to play this game or are interested in it. Don't pick <laughs> up the Xbox version just yet. Um, that's where I've been playing it. And I just literally, it like, it's so funny because it was in the last, like, 10 minutes of me playing before I wanted to get ready for the podcast and jump on here. Uh, my game crashed and it's stuck in a crash that literally you cannot fix and it will just never let me play that save file again. Um, the developers, Damn. yeah, it, it's stuck on a forever loading screen where I boot up the game and it just loads and that's that it. Blows. Yeah, dude, I was having a lot of fun with it and I was like, oh, well, Fuck me, I guess. So I could start a new save file. Um, the developers apparently are aware of this and they're looking into it and trying to fix it. And from what I've read, it's only the Xbox version. So someone was like, just download it on PC and then it'll like take your, your save data and you can play there. But I don't know that I want to do that. I might just wait until they fix it and then just like go back into it. Because it was kind of like, it was a nice, just like chill, play on the couch, kind of just uh, going through some dungeons type game. Uh, but I... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I got into it, and then all of a sudden, right before, it's just like, meh, you're done playing. Like, that's enough. <laughs> you played a little bit too much this weekend. It's like the Chinese government. They're just like, ooh, you've, you've capped out of your two <laughs> hours, dude. This too many a, hours. A little bit too much of that spiritual opium. We need to fucking chill out a bit. Let's give you that forever loading screen, okay? Yeah. Okay, so, sounds good. So it's been, it's dude. been, uh, it's been quite a quite a ride there uh i'm going to continue playing whenever they let me continue so <laughs> the ball is in the developer's court right now so you, you it didn't like engross you enough to the point where you'd want to play it on your pc it's it's still just kind of that like chill game like ah, if i get to it i get to it i don't know yet because there's so like it's not a testament to it being bad or being not good enough there's just so many yeah. games i want to play right now that it's kind of like it's almost in a way one of those things where you it happens and you're like, well, this is just a good me like reason for me to play another game that I wanted to check out. Right. So I, I think I'm just going to hold off on it. I also do think that, honestly, um, this this might be a game that you like to to play because 
you always use the excuse whenever I play a game that has any element of strategy. You're like, I'm a big dumb dumb. This game's pretty easy, at least for me <laughs> so far. So you might enjoy it. Maybe you're just a big smart smart. Dude. No, definitely not. The way it works is each one of those floors and each one of those bosses, you have elixirs, which an elixir basically is like gain HP and MP back. Right. And so very early on, you can upgrade it to get a second elixir. And so you literally have for each floor and each boss two times of just being like, I have almost full health again. And I'm like, it's I feel like if you take your time and you like pay attention to, to what you're doing, like it's pretty easy, at least in these the, the first two worlds that I've played. The hardest thing about this game is being able to play after it crashes. Oh, OK. All that's, right. That's, that's the, the, real, the biggest hurdle to get the, over dude, is actually is, playing the game. That is the <laughs> biggest boss. That is the final boss is finding a way to not have your game uh, just Dude, Get stuck in a loop. Wouldn't this be crazy if it was some psychomantis shit and you had to just yeah. like change the port that your yeah. shit is in or something? I was trying like, a couple ooh. of things. I was like, I could, I could, I could brute force my way into this. Didn't work. Didn't Do you work. ever have those moments where you're just like, you talk to your electronics and they're just pissing you're you like, off you, and you're you, just you like, do it. <laughs> if you don't work right now, I'm gonna break you. And then like they how, always work. I like you're how just I like, went. I went the total opposite way. I was like all supportive. I was like, you could do it, Xbox. And you're like, no, nah. you don't fucking do this, Xbox. I'm going to fucking come to your house. <laughs> I'm going to get in there and I'm going to rip you apart. No, dude. It's always like, I maybe this is why my electronics break so often is because I'm just such a little piece of shit to them. <laughs> but like, I literally, like when, when something's not working, you just look at it and you're just like, if you do not start to do the one thing that you were built for, I'm going to lose it on you like for yeah. real. <laughs> I mean, granted, granted, I, I, I do have uh, moments where the rage kicks in, but uh, I don't do that as much. I, I don't try to talk to it. I'll, um, okay. I'll just yell in, in the general direction of the thing. Okay. All right. All right. Checks out. So one question I do have, and this is a Vaughn ass question. Uh, I'm sure. Does your character have arms? Because it's just like your, your swords are floating. Your guns are floating. You, Everything, everything's floating you, around. Where you, the fucking arms at? You don't. Uh, like, sh she doesn't. Seemingly, it's a she. Uh, they don't have arms that are visible. I don't know Did why. Did they ever bring up and the I, fact no, that they don't have arms? No, and not, not that I've seen. And there's a cut scene, which is like a cool little animated cut scene to show it off. And it is weird because they're being attacked and they're like dodging around and then they get like the i think it was the crown shows up and then they're able to like yeah and they have use like the sword and things and yeah and that it just yeah. float around so yeah I, I don't know it's something that i didn't question but uh i did think maybe, that like maybe it was like a rayman-esque scenario yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. that maybe the people in this this place just don't have like tangible arms but then there are other characters with arms yeah so yeah. where is this person's arms dude i don't I don't know, uh, but I don't know. maybe they're just being that like badass anime protagonist yeah, yeah, that yeah. does like the sword thing. They're like, Ta -ta! and then like your body's just cut in 85 pieces. So maybe there are arms underneath there, but they just move so quickly that you can't see them. That's got to be it. I tell you what, though, when I ever play this game again, when it's fixed, I will gonna, let like, you know. You're gonna uh, do, try to spot those arms. I'm gonna like, be where like, their arms at, dude. Like, uh, this, I've seen them arms? fight with gauntlets too, and they're like fists, 
and they're punching, but there's no arms. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, where's where's your arms at, bro? I do. Yeah. I do love the the variety in this game, I will say, uh, of the different weapons and things like that and all the abilities like it's it's good i think that yeah like people who are looking for like hardcore strategy games this probably isn't it but i think a lot of people would have fun with this if they could play it if If you can actually play it for more than like two hours you know yeah play it on on pc for now uh all right there you go uh for me this week not really playing any indie games. I just like I fucked around in a couple different games, played some more cyberpunk, uh, played some nope. Destiny 2 with like nope. my roommate and some of my friends. And then I I told myself that I was not going to do this because I was like, you know what? Did the you not World play any Psychonauts? Beta. Literally none. <laughs> oh, my God. You I'm going to I'm actually going to play some more today after I do some homework. But because I He's do want to play, play a little bit more. Probably not. <clears throat> um. So, no, I was like. I'm not going to play much of the new world open beta because it's all just going to be deleted anyway, like all of my progress. So it's like, I'll play enough just to make sure that I can stream it, which I can. And I'm actually very excited to do. Um, Did you play like three full days? Yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, I'm not going to do too much. I'm not going to play too much. And then immediately afterwards, I was just like, but. Like I'm, I might want to capture some footage for like maybe some YouTube videos I want to make of it. So it's like, maybe I'll just play a little bit more. Maybe just uh, just to get myself acclimated with oh the, and I just fucking God. played like all weekend. Every what? every moment I had free, I just played this fucking. I don't want to talk about it on the podcast because it's not a fucking indie <laughs> game. But I want you to tell me about uh, what it's I don't like. Know, Amazon's afterwards. kind of an independent company. Just I want saying. you to go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what it's like afterwards, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to sway you over to that. Uh, yeah, because I, I have friends who already have tried to sway me uh, into this as well because they're like, oh, New World? Yeah, yeah. Big Josh I'm like, boy, you want to play I'm an like, MMO with me? Dude, MMOs suck. They suck so hard. Dude, and this is like a twofer for you because you're not a big survival craft fan. And this is like also <laughs> oh has has very God. limited aspects it- of that. They don't have like where you, you have, have to, to eat. eat? Oh, no, they don't? No. Oh, well, then you, I might You be don't into have it. to eat, but you do have to craft then. all your, like, equipment. Oh, like, a big okay. part of this is actually crafting equipment I'm and so stuff. I'm so exhausted of crafting games, dude. There's too really? many. I just love there's it. There's so many. Well, I maybe just, you should just play less, bro. You know? Dude, <laughs> there's um, all my my friend group, fucking, they won't shut up about cra- anything that has crafting. Yeah. They're like, just And I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they did get super into Valheim, so. They got Valheim. That. We tried out a game called Craftopia. I didn't put it on here, but I did play it. Like, Janky as fuck. Shit on it. <laughs> I didn't want to shit on it, but it's the jankiest thing I've ever played. Um, ah. It is, and it's one of those games where they're like, they're like, hey, do you like crafting? Do, uh, do you like crafting every fucking thing imagine? They, you craft a, a building specifically to craft hats. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Like, why, not, why how do we else need are you going to craft a hat, bro? Why do we need like, this? Why do you, I don't need this hat that much, right? Yeah, this one, it's it's much more akin to like, of MMOs, it's a lot like RuneScape. But like mm. RuneScape, if it were more of an industrial revolution instead mm. of like fantasy and magic. And you get to fight rats? Kind of like, well, yeah. I okay. mean, I assume right. so. I haven't run into a rat yet. Oh, know? well, fucking, like, I don't want to then. It's the only thing I like I to bet. runescape. Really? Okay. It was no giant rats on a turnum yet, but I have mm. killed like people that were cut off 
like right here, you know, they lost their legs and they just crawl after you. It's kind of like a rat. That's just saying. That's, mm, debatable. Just saying. Very yeah, debatable. It's, it's pretty intense. I've also I'm, I've I've shot a lot of turkeys. Just gobble gobble. Just saying. I killed a pig the other hey, day. Wow. This is this sounds fun. Sign and me I, up. I gathered a lot of herbs, like some kind. Can you? These games are so boring. <laughs> I know it's just like saying it in in the moment yes, I was having dude. literally so much fun but explaining it to somebody where I was just There's like so... I gathered hemp for three hours out of a day <laughs> they're just like wow so fun anyway <laughs> let's let's move on had to do it to make bullets big Josh boy it's just what you got to do if all you right, want to use the musket right. I'm sorry all so right. our first news story for today because of course like I said I ain't playing too much so I'm not going to talk about it but uh our first news story for today is over on IGN. It is written by Jared Moore. And I say first, but it's our only news story. So let's just get first into this and one. last. Yeah, very true. Uh, it is Stardew Valley creator focused on unveiling new game rather than updates. Stardew Valley creator Eric Brown says that he is currently focused on creating a new unrevealed game rather than fresh updates for his immensely popular farming simulator. I, I don't know why. But I find that to be such a weirdly structured sentence where they're just like, he would rather focus on this other game than his really popular game. Well, that's definitely I mean, just me reading far too much into this. It is. But, but I think that they they kind of are doing that because people see this story and they're like, why would you when you're probably like getting a lot of revenue. Oh, actually, I don't know how Stardew Valley revenue system model works, but like there's a I lot mean, of we'll people talk about it. who They've want it. They've actually sold 15 million copies. I so. mean, well, I meant like in game. Like, why would you keep consistently keeping people in there? Right? Oh, like, yeah. I, it, I don't know, dude. They had that fucking tournament. Like I people guess, are playing yeah, Stardew true. Valley. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, but where is that money coming from? Right? Like where? Who is that? Is that Eric's money? Is that? Is that Mr. I mean, it is also, money? <laughs> that is a good question, but it is also coming to Game Pass soon as well in mm. like uh, the end of 2021, 2022. So it's like, obviously there's some money being poured into Stardew right. Valley. People are still playing Stardew Valley. Right, it's a very right. popular game. My, my point being though, is like, why would you walk away from that if it's so popular and then create something else when you could just keep doing stuff to that and make it even more popular right like you've got like yeah. like it's the idea of like if if epic was just like well fortnite was successful let's stop doing that and work on something else like you'd be like what no what are you doing like anyone from their board would be like uh you're fired like we need new people because like we're going all in on this fortnite thing right like that's kind of the same mentality so i i get why you would write that and why some people would be like why though but at the same time, I mean, after so long of working on this, I feel like the dude's probably like, fuck, I'm bored of this. Like, no more. He's, dude, the, okay, so this uh, Stardew Valley came out in 2016. Mm -hmm. And as the story goes, I believe he worked on it in solo development for five to six years. So yeah. he worked on this for five to six years to 2016 and is still updating and working on it until now when he switches over to a different project, dude. He's been yeah. working on this it's game like for decade. like over 10 fucking years. Yeah. It's uh make something else if you want to. Like, why is everybody being a bitch about this? Is like <laughs> 
who gives a shit if you're not going to get <laughs> updates? And it's like, you will probably get updates. Yeah. There are other people that are probably going to be working on this game. Like, I, I, I mean, don't yeah. doubt that. I can't He's, imagine that it wouldn't be something like he gets a person that he trusts from the community. Like, there's modern communities. Like, th- people are going to work on this, whether it's him or not. And he's also already worked with others. Not necessarily, right. like, I don't know about new content, but Eric Barone did not actually do the, if I remember correctly, didn't do the Switch port for Stardew Valley right. himself. Mm-hmm. Or it was, like, the iOS port. So, like, they yeah. have worked with other developers or, like, other teams. Granted, a port is different than new content, but it is very possible that other people could work on this game. Yeah, so, for sure. Just putting that out there, but continuing with this news story, uh, speaking recently to Zach Hartman on Twitch, as reported by Eurogamer, following the conclusion of the first official Stardew Valley Cup, and I love that it's like the first official, but they're not saying the only. This is like the first one. There's this been, gonna keep going. been many cups, you know? Uh, Barone explained that he's currently not working on a future Stardew Valley, or future Stardew Valley updates because... He's been focusing on a new game. I'm not saying there's going to be another Stardew Valley update. There probably is. Uh, Barone added during his response to a fan's question surrounding future updates and marriage options within the game. I don't even know at this point right now. I don't even know at this point. Right now I'm focused on my next game, so we'll see. Whilst Barone kept details surrounding the new title close to his chest, he did provide fans a few details to mull over in the lead up to an official reveal, which he then teased may end up uh, coming sometime in the near future. I may announce it fairly soon what it is. No one knows at this point. He said during the stream, uh, what I will say is that it's another pixel art game, a top-down perspective similar to Stardew Valley. In some ways, it is kind of similar to Stardew Valley, but it's also not a farming game. It's something different. Ooh. As previously mentioned, details surrounding the new... And eh, we'll just... We'll move on. That's that's pretty cool. That's, mean, that's most of the news story. Yeah, they just kind that's of, really it. Yeah, they reiterate that they did the Stardew Valley Cup. People won 40000 bucks, whatever, and they made a board game which is pretty cool. But like, how, how do you personally feel about this? Granted, we already kind of talked about it, but it's just yeah. like, this guy's been working on this game for 10 fucking years. Let's just let him work on let something him, else. Yeah, <laughs> let, him, let him do something else. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we talk about it all the time when it comes to indie games that one of the best parts about them is the fact that people are so passionate about doing something that they really want to invest time in. And that's why you usually get these games that are so full of not just always creativity or just, you know, uniqueness, but you have this just feeling, which sometimes isn't as as like easy to quantify or to describe, but like they just feel a lot different and they feel like they're special in some way and if someone is spending 10 years of their life on something and then at a certain point is like and and granted that's not to say that they do feel this or that i'd want to impart that like eric is 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 it any way being like stardew i can't do any more of this like i'm sure that's not the case but like yeah spending that much time on something you obviously want to broaden your horizons a little bit because otherwise you know they're like even if they did stick with this at a certain point, you kind of lose that, uh, that room for innovation just because you're constantly stuck in the same box. Like it, it would behoove him to actually move away and do something different so that they could get new ideas and a fresher mindset to then possibly even come back to Stardew Valley and create, you know, implement new things that were in whatever this game is or whatever comes about. Like, 
I, I don't know. I think I think it's it's good to to hear that they want to work on uh, different pieces just because, like we said, 10 years is kind of a long time. Um, and I, I feel like it's got such a big community at this point that it doesn't need him to just be, you know, the only person on it or like yeah. on it at all at this point. Like, I feel like there's definitely dedicated fans or dedicated people who have the skill sets that can keep pushing this along if put in the right hands. Yeah, it's um, something we talked about like way back when, when it was like, did Super Zoo Story or like Zoo Story, I can't remember what it was called, steal assets from right, Stardew Valley. Right, One of right. the things they talked about was that some of the assets that they might may have stolen were from mods that had been made for the game. So I don't see yeah. any reason why, like if if Eric did want to continue this, but not actually working on work on it themselves, why they couldn't just hire people that had been doing mod for the game mods for the game. Right. It's not unheard of. Lots of companies actually do that. Yeah, so, for sure. Valve does that all the time with all the people who like modded the Left 4 Dead 2 games. And like Valve yeah, just Epic has with done them. it. Mm -hmm. Uh technically like Sony has done it with Media Molecule and Dreams. Like people were yeah, making shit yeah. in Dreams. They hired <laughs> some of those people to actually work for the company. So it's like it's not unheard of for people who make mods to right. actually come in and and work on these games especially because this is your point is that you i i feel like games only suffer when you don't have the passion to develop them anymore and if somebody just in their free time develops this game for fun with absolutely like no monetary no. incentive who yeah. is more passionate than that person to develop this game you know yeah. so like maybe that's something that happens i don't personally know also i imagine stardew valley is like a perfect source of passive income for Eric Brown. He probably is just like chilling on a pile of money. He's like, people just keep buying fucking Stardew Valley, whatever. I mean, but and like, I'm not coming at you or anything. Good for you. You made an awesome game. People love it. And you made it like, uh, I would, I don't want to say exclusively by themselves because I don't 100% know that. Right. We've often talked about the like whole solo dev thing. A lot of the time they're not actually solo developers. Yeah. Uh, but still made a game by themselves. It was a hit and they actually deserve all of the praise because however much I might not like them pickaxe animations, people fucking love that game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see where it goes because one, we've talked about like neither of us care about Stardew Valley, right? Like to to a degree, like I would never play it because I just because like I just said, I'm tired of like these farm games or these crafting games or like just I don't want I don't want that. Right. And that's just me. That's good. Jelly, not my jam kind of a uh, situation. Right. Um, but I'm excited because a lot of people have such high praise for this. And when. You know, it's it's said that it would be kind of similar, but it's not a farming game. I'm like, all right, I'm listening. Like, let's see what yeah. it is. Like, I'm excited to see what comes out of of this, because if it leans more into like my genres of choice, maybe this is a game that I'd be super excited about. Like people love Stardew Valley. There's got to be something good in there that, you know, I'm sure if I played it, I would like certain aspects of it. Right. But it just it doesn't appeal to what I'm looking for, whereas this might. So I don't know. It's uh, and of course, I always throw this out like I don't care until you actually show me the game, but we'll see where it goes. All right. I think we heavily covered, we thoroughly covered this singular news story. So now it is time for us to hop into News Cram. Cram. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. News Cram is our weekly wrap-up segment. We, the hosts of IndiePod and Indie Games Podcast, cram you full of all sorts of indie games news. We have one quick news story for you today before, of course, we hop into a whole bunch of new stuff. Our first and only quick news story for today comes by way of Twinfinite, where it's reported that Eric Barone, aka Concerned Dave, developer of the Uber uber popular farming simulator stardew valley has released a statement revealing that the aforementioned game has surpassed 15 million copies sold across the platforms that's crazy that is crazy we also cannot stop talking about this game i know there's always something about it it's (laughs) kind of like how i just refuse to talk about star citizen anymore because if i did like if we had uh, it was seriously like a year into the podcast is like, I'm not talking about this game anymore because every week there was some dumbass shit with star citizen. And right now, actually, I believe there's like either a lawsuit or like some sketchy shit happening with star citizen where people are paying for just ship concepts, not actual ships, just the concept of the ship. Very weird. I'm not super like informed on it. I really don't have any idea, but if you're a fan of star citizen or you just want to know more bunch of articles I saw, Twinfinite also reported on it. Speaking of Twinfinite, dude, um, in this article, they spelled Eric Barone's name wrong like six times. <laughs> oh, my like God. Like over and over again. Oof. And it was like Big they oof. were just like Eric Bone, a.k.a. Concerned Ape. And I was like, that's not their name. That's really <laughs> it's not. And I like, I even, okay, this is another like a a trial for me where I like, I tried to put a comment where I was like, their name is Eric Barone, not Eric Bone. But then there was like, you have to sign in to this weird commenting service or whatever. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking do that. You just get to look like an idiot. And I was like, maybe, maybe instead I'll like, because they have like links to the author. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll I'll hit him up on Twitter, send him a DM or something like that. And, uh, but literally. Eric Bone. Yeah, their, <laughs> so their DMs weren't open or anything. So it's like, I don't want to just call you out on Twitter and be like, hey, BT Dubs, bro's name is Eric Barone, oh, not no. Eric Bone. I don't know where you got Bone from. I'm really, and they say it several times in the article. They think their name is Eric yeah. Bone. Eric Bone. Like, yeah, you don't just make that mistake over and over again yeah, without that's... thinking that that is their fucking name. Well, what so, are you going to do? Congrats to Eric Bone. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. Oh, man. Turns what out a, there's some dude who stole like Eric Barone's identity and just goes by Eric Bone. It's just it's dude. just him with a big mustache. Maybe it's like a Tesma, Ted Mosby architect scenario where like yeah. that, that episode of How I Met Your Mother uh-huh, where like uh-huh. there's Ted Mosby that what is the porn. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he works in porn and Ted's like, what the fuck? And then he starts going by Ted Mosby's sex architect. And he's just like, no dude, go by a different name. Like it's just, <laughs> he's trying to get him to switch his name. Maybe it's that same thing. Maybe, maybe it's Eric bone. Maybe Eric, Eric bone. bone is Eric actually bone just does sound like a good name for a porn. That's a uh, good star. name, dude. Yeah. That's a good porn name. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now onto some new stuff. Our first four items in new stuff come by way of Nintendo Life, where it's reported that 
action fighting game. This is the only way I thought to describe this game. I really don't know if that's how they describe it, but whatever. Uh, Fist of Fluffs by Playfellow Studios is headed to the Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam on September 23rd. I believe this one was showcased in one of the Wholesome Directs, not the most recent one, but before, where you just play a bunch of cats beating the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. But they're Very like, wholesome. They're like ragdoll-esque cats. Yeah. Where it's like kind of like gang beasts. <laughs> it's yeah, it's they, a little weird. They describe it, um, from what I'm seeing here, as a physics-based party game. They, but you just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Physics-based party game. All right. All right. Uh, that turn-based tactical roguelike game, Ruin Raiders by Overpowered Team, uh, is headed to the Nintendo Switch and PC via Steam on October 14th. That farming and village life game. This is how they described it. So it's like, all right, I'll just take that. Stardew Star Valley? By Plukit. <laughs> <laughs> By Blue Kit uh, is headed to the Nintendo Switch on September 23rd, and that fishing and building game, Luna's Fishing Garden by Cold Wild Games and Illu Finch. I really don't know. It's I L L U F I N C H. I don't know. Illu Finch. I, I don't. I don't know. Whatever uh, is now available on the Nintendo Switch. Now over on Twinfinite, where it's supported that a puzzle platformer, A Juggler's Tale by. Ooh, this is another one. It's like Kale I Do's Cube. Kale I Do's Cube. Kale I Do's Cube. It's K-A-L-E-I-D-O-S-C-U-B-E. Kale is Kale Kale I Do's Cube. Does Cube whatever is headed Close to enough. PC via steam and all current gen platforms on September 29th. And lastly, that survival game, the rift breakers by XOR studios is headed to all current platforms, uh, current gen platforms, including PC via steam on October 14th. So big Josh boy, we've been blessed with so many amazing indie game news stories that it is time for us to hop in. To God bless the crowd. We gotta get back to them creators. This week, we're of course headed over to Kickstarter once again. It's a good, it's a good crowdfunding site. We're headed over to Kickstarter to talk about a game called Cybell. Uh, it is a frantic top-down shooter set in a unique occult science fiction universe. The developers are looking for eleven thousand eight hundred and ten dollars as of the time of this recording they have one thousand four hundred and twelve with forty-four backers and twenty-four days left to go. The developers are indubitable i believe in indubitable i don't know i don't really know to get it on the ground floor and actually get a copy of the game i uh, i believe it is a 15 well it's okay so it's 18 or 15 something i'm not sure what that currency is so moving on big joshua how, how are you feeling about this game you you earlier described it as a cross between Hotline Miami and Ape Out, and I feel like yeah. that is actually a very apt description. Yeah, uh, I would say anyone who has any interest in those two games, they should probably take a look at this one because it's very reminiscent. It has that top-down look. It has that fast-paced action of seemingly, I, I believe you can die in kind of like one hit, um, but you have certain things that uh allow you to rewind time some special abilities i think it's like three times in each level you have dash mechanics you have uh what seems to be different guns that are interchangeable based on certain things that happen in the game um i don't know it, it looks pretty cool this isn't like 
I've never been, uh, although I've never played it, but I, those games like Ape Out and, and Hotline Miami have never really like spoken to me. Uh, I've never cared too much to play it, but I know that there's a lot of people who like that that style and who are interested in this genre, uh, I guess. I don't know that I'd call it a genre, but this like type of game. Um, yeah, the and, top down like frantic action games. Yeah. I, I feel like it could be almost said that it is a genre because these games do feel a lot different than most others. Yeah, very true. Um, that being said, I, I think that there's a lot in this. I do like the story of it, of this, these powerful witches giving you this uh, innate, just like immense power to take revenge get, enact revenge on seemingly these people in a tower i don't know why the witches wanted you to kill everyone in there but they're like you can have this power but also kill everyone and you're like good that's just what i wanted to do like yeah it is a little weird you're like, you didn't think that was a little serendipitous that you're just like <laughs> sweet the guy that i want to kill is in that tower too i think it is also interesting that like the developers are seemingly deliberately trying to keep that a secret from you because they say yes. the their i their memories this character's memories their idea or their memory of that pact is actually very vague and they yeah. don't remember but their revenge is crystal clear so it's just like yeah you're definitely not going to be killing the right people yeah like, yeah so it's 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 interesting you're about to get fucked <laughs> but I do I do like that because they have the fact that uh, a mysterious story in which the player is free to obey the witches or resist them, leading to a different story, alternative bosses and endings. So That's I do. Cool. I, I always love any game that has multiple uh, endings in it or different paths that you can take, even though I usually only play the games once. But I just enjoy a story having more of that. Like, what's the path player that you agency. went down? Yeah, exactly. Um, because the, and then it, it usually will result in either people playing it more or just people who are super interested and like go down that rabbit hole of like, let me look at all the different story beats and like what happened and why did I get the certain one that I chose? Um, and, and I'm a little in, like, I'm a little confused at this just because I don't understand really the, I guess the time frame. like this game seems to be a little bit of a mix between like a roguelike game and then not at the same time. Like it seems like it would be quick enough to play them because it's three chapters, but then they're like 30 different levels and six the, unique bosses. Yeah. And I'm like, does it happen always? Or like, is it based on that path I take? And then I have to replay it to get that. Like, I, I don't really know that. That's one of the things that I, I would like to know. Ultimately though, I, I feel like, you know, it still the content's there. So it's not like you're missing out on anything, but a little a little unclear on how timing works of like how long is this game or am i constantly replaying the game like that i'm not too sure of that being said i mean i i like the 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 look of it i like the black and red theme uh i think that for some people that might be an issue for some reason i feel like that's like an accessibility thing i i don't know why um it's coming to I me i could see it like uh with with certain variations of like color blindness it could yeah. be a problem yeah um, i'm not necessarily sure i i really don't know i know that people can be like blue green colorblind and, yep. and there's yep. like a large variation of it but i could see that possibly being an issue yeah it's it is also uh very possible that the developers have some sort of like colorblind feature True, of true. accessibility yeah. in the settings. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. And once again, like even if they don't now, like the whole point of Kickstarter is that they'll change things uh, a lot down yeah. the down Somebody the road. Somebody could give them some advice and be like, hey, game looks cool, but I guess that like <laughs> game looks cool, but ironically, I can't see it. Uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I 
game game sounds cool wish i could see it maybe i'd think that afterwards yeah. I, no i i don't know and granted this might just be me putting in things but it, it's it is very like in certain scenes when and i think it's when you die it's like very aggressively like boom it's like all red and i feel yeah. like that might it looks uh, like a red shockwave yeah that might be a little bit too much for certain people but that being said like i do like the theme of it and how it has this very like dark but but vibrant world at the same time um which i think plays into you know you kind of like running around the corner and killing all these people anyway um yeah i don't i don't know i think it's i think it's good i don't think it's for me like i said but i think anyone who does enjoy those top-down frantic games uh shooter games i i think this is something that they should look into all right. Yeah, I personally, I think the powers that you're given are pretty interesting. Like uh-huh. the few that they list here. I like the quick dash, something I've enjoyed in every game, especially since Hyperlight Drifter. Big fan of the quick dash. They also have the predator sense, which allows you to slow time. That's always cool. Love slowing time. And and lastly, they kind of just talk about your weapon. Uh, her weapon is the claw. Like the gun wand, it has many shapes that you can unlock with coins, shift blades of thorns, uh, ferocious talents, toxic spore spray, and more. I think that's really cool. I like the the kind of like modular weapon. That's something that I found so cool about Control. Granted, I haven't actually played the game yet, but like the modular gun, I think mm. that's very, very cool. Easily the coolest part about the new Suicide Squad movie is a blood sports modular gun. Like just it is like All the right. coolest All idea right. is just being like, I'm going to take the fucking twig from my pocket and it's a different gun now. Like it's really cool. So I'm into the idea. I think the game looks really cool. Uh, granted there's a demo. Maybe I'll try it out. Maybe I'll like it enough to, uh, toss some 18 bucks, but yeah. big Josh boy got anything, uh, that you want to say before we move on to our listener questions? Two things. One, uh, I'm glad you brought up the demo. Cause I remember that they said the first chapter is what you can play, which also leads me to believe like, how long is this game? If you could play the full first chapter, if there's only three chapters, which this is just I need to play the demo and find out, but also yeah. one chapter could be longer than another. Uh, and two, this is super selfish, but I really like that they, in their stretch goals, put not only their currency, but also the goal, the stretch goals of US dollars. Because there's so that many times nice. where they'll have a different currency and they will show what amount they need to get to a certain stretch goal. And I'm like, Okay, but I don't know what that means in the U.S. one that I'm seeing here. Like, yeah, that was one of the things with Crow Sworn where, like, I was like, mm, like did, did you they get the stretch goal? Yeah. Because I'm not sure. Like, it shows me in dollars, but you're in this currency. Like, I've yeah. I've never been sure. Yeah, that is that it's, is a very good point. It's super selfish because it's like U.S. dollars isn't the only currency type, but yeah. I'm definitely appreciative of it. Yeah, it is. It is very, very nice. So we'll see how Cybell goes. Game looks really interesting, really cool. If you are a fan of either Hotline Miami or Ape Out, check it out. I especially want to check out the demo to see how the music goes with mm-hmm. the gameplay. That mm-hmm. was one big thing. Well, in Hotline Miami, it's kind of a thing as well. It's like that really pulse pumping music during the game. But yeah. then in Ape Out, it was all about that freeform jazz that goes along with your movements, which yeah. is always really interesting. I mean, not saying if- that Cybell's meant to be anything like that, but I want to see how the music does coexist with the gameplay if it's anything like the trailer uh it definitely has more of that like techno-y heavy metal type feel to it so i I, yeah more what i would attribute to like a hotline miami of just like very 
Yeah, it, it's very, very punk, if you will. Um, aggressive. Like, ag- let's be real. Ag- like, it's, it's an aggressive game and it's an aggressive soundtrack. So let's see what's up. This guy looks interesting. But now it is time for us to head in to our listener questions. Our first listener question is, of course, written by... Philip Renshaw, the Wombat Imp of Australia, writes in and asks, would receiving an anal probe be worth it if it gave you conclusive proof that aliens existed? And I do love that you're like, you're kind of walking out on a limb where you're just like, I mean, what kind of proof am I getting here? Like, is it just that my butt hurts? Like, somebody could say they're an alien and probe you. Also, I've never thought about what exactly entails an anal probe. Are they just putting something in your butt? Like, how big is it? You know? That's true. You know, like, the, the G-spot for a male is in the butt. Yeah. Is in the butt. I've so been told that several times. I'm learning about alien truths and I get some pleasure out of it. <laughs> Fucking win-win, boy. Do you ever wonder if it's like the whole anal probe thing is actually just a kink? Like, they aren't Maybe. doing it. Like, Dude. in reality, aliens are not actually probing people because they want to know anything about you. They just like stuff and things in people's butts. And they're like, That's good for like, you, yeah. good for me. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that... That's maybe why they're seeing what it. species like butt stuff as well. Yeah, you know? they're like, you like this? Like, they're like, we'd like it too. You like a little butt fun? What's up? Like... Let's hang out, you know, but I guess they're doing it a little bit more aggressively. Uh, I mean, it really depends on the size of the probe. I've been discussing butt play, but I'm just like, I don't know, you know, like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I like it. Can we start at like a pinky, maybe move up like, you know, but if it's like uh, the thickness, I'm thinking the probe might not be worth it. Like if they're going to mm. destroy my butthole, I almost pooped my pants this weekend. I don't need to just eviscerate my anus. You know what it's I mean? True. Like, but it would give you conclusive. Ev- Here's the thing though. This is what I mean by- What could in, you do with Like, that, is it though? just conclusive evidence for you that you're like, aliens do exist, but then you walk up to somebody and you're like, aliens butt fucked me and then they're, <laughs> they're like just get like, away from me you weirdo like i don't want anything yeah, to do with you they're thinking you're all tinfoil hat and you're just like no but really like you should see my butt it's like it's fucking you know but like, also it's do you aliens. want do you want to show people that would you would you be like yo is that the con- well that's guess, my point it's like guess is that who- is my gigantic gaping asshole the proof of alien existence like is that the only well, proof i get i don't know because i've seen some porns where uh it wasn't an alien but it's game. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point. So it's like, what's the proof here? I guess mm. if you were giving me documented proof, like are you giving me a stack of papers, <laughs> you're like, this is this is even from true. your own government. Sincerely yeah. the aliens. Like, oh, very legit. <laughs> you're, you're giving me like you say conclusive proof. So it's just like, I need something real, something concrete, other <sighs> than my just gaping asshole. You know, it's like I mean, they'd leave so, the probe. May that you would know? be <laughs> yeah, you proof and it's you, inside me. It's a, like you you go to the government, you're just like, I mean, let me go take a doo-doo real quick, you'll have your proof. Like <laughs> that's you got that's a strainer? A <laughs> I like how in this scenario, you come to them before you've done that part and you're like, I have proof, but also yeah, please give you me one second. Why don't like, you poop it out it first? Will, because you don't know if it's gonna evaporate in the air, dude. You don't Why know what's going to happen the second this is leaves your anus. So you go to the government. You're like, to videotape me taking a fat shit. And like, you'll see the proof, you know? 
<laughs> this show doing that if is the so... government is just like is this guy's just trying to get us he's just trying to wa- make us watch him poop yeah i mean man this show is ridiculous i can't believe yeah we do this it's, every week. I, it's a slow descent into madness That's i know really what it is well i'm glad the government knows that there's aliens that do exist and and now we all know what your butthole looks like yeah yeah very true. have you ever heard a song uh i wonder what's inside your butthole no huh someone taped so this is one of those things where like if i ever have a kid uh i won't do this because i think it's nuts that parents will put this kind of the fact that you're starting this conversation with that like a song that's like what's in your butthole or whatever and then you're like if i ever have a kid i'm very worried as to where this is going the child is it's just a little girl and she's playing like kind of like a, a strum guitar like a very like a toy guitar and she's like i wonder what's inside your butthole like just going into it, like making a huge song about it. And she goes, maybe there's astronauts. Maybe there's aliens all inside your butthole. It's a it's a banger, dude. <laughs> and so there's a there's a guy who who took that. And like, first off, it's ridiculous that parents will be like, this is hilarious. Let's put it on the Internet. And it's like, because that little That'll girl's going to grow for up the rest of their lives. That little girl's yeah. going to grow up and they're like, what are you known for? And she's like, I'm the butthole girl. <laughs> Yeah, in high school, they're just like, I wonder what's, what's inside my butthole. What's that <laughs> Yeah, kids are so mean. That's why I have like a pact with Morgan that when we have kids, we will not show them. We won't talk about yeah. them. We won't show them on the internet. Because I feel like it's just an invasion of privacy. Like maybe oh, for they don't sure. want that. Yeah, because they don't know what's happening, right? Like at Yeah, that like point. they can decide later on yeah. if they want to be on the internet. But, but I'm not going to do it for them. We wouldn't have to wonder what's inside your butthole. Yeah, because you could see it from space. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. Fucking, dude, I got, that would be I gotta, conclusive evidence. Be like, look how big my butthole is. Oh, man. This that, is the evidence. It's true. That song is so good, too. Like, someone took that song and made it like a, it like a, like a, almost like a Blink-182 type song. It's so fucking okay. good. Okay. You're like, it's like all the small things, but like about buttholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, and Sam Fillion from Canada writes in and says, so Vaughn boy, how is Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, I've been looking into it for a while, but didn't purchase. Uh, they didn't make a purchase because of all the negative comments. And how well is your PC running the game? So the game itself, actually really good. I'm enjoying it. The reason I ended up buying it was because Hello Future Me did, and they are a YouTuber that I really enjoyed. They previously did and still do like a lot of the lord of the rings lore which i've always really loved but also they do like lore about other series they do like how to train your dragon lore they and recently i've been watching a lot of their videos about different like books to read so like i purchased the childhood's end audiobook on audible and listened to it because of their recommendation it was really really good but they did a an inter or not an interview a review of cyberpunk 2077 from more of like a a cyberpunk standpoint not talking about how good the game is based on gameplay or anything but talking about how good it is based in like the cyberpunk-esque universe and they talked about like neuromancer cloudpunk and all of the themes that go into a cyberpunk universe and how well that is done in cyberpunk 2077 that video is two hours long. I got halfway Ooh, through it baby. and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to play this. I think Johnny Silverhand is pretty cool. 
Like, let's go, dude. Fucking Keanu Reeves looked dope as shit in that Matrix mm-hmm. trailer. Let's do this. So I bought it, started playing. It was like 40 bucks. It's like, whatever, dude. I've been wanting to play this for a while. I'm actually, like, I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun. I I really enjoy the world of cyberpunk. I think it's really cool. I think it has a lot of, like, really interesting enemy diversity. All of the different... Uh, clicks or gangs within Night City are really, really cool. I think the Voodoo Boys are easily like the the Voodoo Boys, and I believe they're called the Mocks are actually or the Moxies. Um, they're actually like my favorite gang so far. I think they're really cool. But it's kind of like there is Night City is ruled by basically gangs and corporations. And then there's people just trying to live their lives in between. And it's, it's really, really fun. I like it a lot. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I haven't like, I, I probably put in like 13 hours. Um, but it runs great on my PC. I don't have any problems. I've got like an RTX 2070. Um, I've got 32 gigs of Ram, I mean, I've got like a decently, I guess, beefy rig, like not, not anything crazy, but it's like, it's not bad. It definitely runs better than it would on consoles. I'm having no problems with it. If you've got a PC, like I'm not recommending you play this on a console in no way. Don't do am it. Am I saying purchase this game on a fucking console? Do no way. Not do it. Uh, at the very least, until they actually come out with ports for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S. And mm-hmm. I mean the actual ports for them. Not like yeah, playing the know. PlayStation 4 backwards compatibility on PS5. I'm talking about the shit they made for PS5 that they recently delayed. That is what I'm talking about. Do not play it on consoles until then. But on PC, as long as you've got a beefy enough rig, it's pretty sweet. Like I I enjoy it. Um Nothing in it necessarily like really blows me away. I think the story's really interesting about this relic being implanted in your head and Johnny Silverhand kind of slowly corrupting and killing you. Not on purpose. It's just what they do. Like their consciousness is overriding yours. That's really cool. Um, Alt Cunningham story is really interesting. And I, I think it just brings up a lot of like really interesting topics about like who are you who is your soul outside of what your physical body is i think that's really interesting and just the overall like diversity of human beings in this game really really cool even in like so did you ever play witcher 3 yeah did you ever do the fist fighting tournaments Mm, I don't think so. No, really, they're so much fun. I always mm. loved them because, like, you just randomly get in bar fights and do fist fights until the last one, and you have to fist fight a troll. And it's like really, you have to fist fight like a rock troll. It's oh super fun. Easily some of my favorite quests in that game, which is weird because like they're not in depth or anything. They're just fist fights. <laughs> but in Cyberpunk, they do a very similar thing. But the first fist fight I got into, they really lean in to the Cyberpunk version of this, where the first fist fight I went into were actually two twins that wanted to be like each other so much so that they put neural implants in their head. So they were technically just one mind with two bodies. Mm. And it was very weird. So you just had to fight them both at the same time. Granted, once you figure out parrying, nobody can fuck with you in those. Literally, they just go to hit you and you're just like, bah, 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 bah. You just like deflect and then just slap the shit out of them. It's real easy. And that's just what I did because I couldn't really get a hold of like the power attacks and dodging. I was just like, nah, I'm just going to go fucking AC1, like Assassin's Creed 1, 
chilling out here with the Atayir with the like the hunting blade and just fucking murking dudes as they try to hit me. But overall, I think the game is really fun. Um, being a fan of like the cyberpunk genre and and what that entails, I think it's really fun. I'm it's actually got me more interested in like classic classic cyberpunk fiction. Um, mm. like I really want to either read or listen to Neuromancer, but yeah. Or, or like, uh, what is it? Dreams of electric sheep. I can't remember. It's the uh, novel that Blade Runner is actually based on. I would actually really like to either read or listen to it. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Overall, I think cyberpunk is really fun. I think it's, it is worth a purchase on PC. If you have a good enough rig to, uh, actually do it, not on consoles. Do not buy this game on consoles. I'm just going to reiterate. Don't. That's it. That's it. You know, there you go. All right. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the end of this episode. Thanks everyone so much for listening. If you would like to chat with us outside of the show, you could do so in a bunch of different ways. Specifically, I would recommend following us at IndiePod over on Twitter for stuff that we can't actually tell you on the show because it ends a little bit too early. You'd be surprised how often that shit happens because this is a weekly show. You sure. get notifications of when we go live, some talk about indie games, and so much more. So once again, follow us at IndiePod. No spaces, none of that. We don't even need an underscore. We fucking got it, which is weird. Big Josh boy, way back when, when I got that Twitter, like at, when I got that at, he was like, that's a little weird that you got that, but okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. So yeah. I'm very glad that we did, and that's why we changed it's it. Good. It's good that we, yeah, it's good that we got that, because yeah. that was literally, it was just such an easy way to be like, all right, this is just the new name now. We might yeah. as well yeah, be what easy. we already called ourselves, you know? Exactly. Uh, you can follow me at Hyde Legion. That's H-Y-D-E-L-E-G-I-O-N. I will soon be Twitch streaming again. Granted, it will probably not happen until I would say like the first week of October because I do actually want to stream New World. New World comes out on like September 28th. And I am actually going on a vacation to San Francisco at the beginning of October. So it's like, I want to make sure that I don't like, oh, I'm supposed to stream this Friday, but instead, no, I'm just going to wait and start streaming after I come back. But you can follow me over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Hyde Legion. Super excited to play some. I've had a lot of fun playing the game outside or just in this open beta. And I think it'll be really fun to stream. I'm excited to talk to peeps. You know, I've been watching a lot of Isakai. A lot of the people who hop into my stream, big Isakai fans. So like, I'm, I'm fucking stoked to listen or to listen, to speak to them about it. You know, you can follow Big Josh Boy at the underscore George 90 over on Twitter. And you can check out his Twitch channel if he ever decides to Twitch stream again, which is twitch.tv slash the underscore George. Big Josh Boy, you got any plans for the Twitch streams? You can you can get back into it. You don't got that second job no more. I don't. You're, You're right. You're right. I am chilling. I don't know, man. I, I've been I've been contemplating because I, I want to do... um. I'm thinking about doing, you know, video reviews again and starting to uh, possibly do something like I wanted to do, like maybe indie pod picks or something like that, where I do like YouTube videos about upcoming indie games or things. We talked about this kind of like to the nature of like get indie gaming does something like that. Maybe not as as uh, like I don't want to just create the same type of content, but something that's a little more uh, personalized or something like that. So I don't know if I'm going to do streaming. I think I might do some some more uh, just side bar video content i'm not sure man i think i'm just uh i'm just enjoying the time off for right now but i'll get back into it eventually hopefully it's not i get it 
hopefully it's not like uh, how we've been talking about our our shirts and potential <laughs> hoodies. And I just say this every episode, but like, I'll be back. Don't you worry. It's seriously been like a year at this point. And this is not going to happen. Like, sorry, not sorry, I guess. Whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, granted, I could probably be putting in work for this, but... <laughs> It's fine. Uh, and of course, we got to hop through the housekeeping one more time before we hop off the show. Please check out the Ian Beckman developer interview going live Wednesday, September 15th. They are the, I believe, director over at uh, Big Sur Games. They're the mm-hmm, developers mm-hmm. of Cosmos Quick Stop. So once again, check that yeah. one out Wednesday, the 15th of September. It's then head over to the IndiePod Teespring store, pick up the t-shirts and stickers, and that's it. You're never going to get more. Whatever. Whatever. You know. While you're there, might as well. Just pop on the browser again. Just type in YouTube. Go over to IndiePod. Subscribe. You can watch these episodes. You can check out the clips and maybe even check out some of Big Josh Boy's reviews and such if he decides to do it. We don't know. Maybe one Isn't day. We're not sure. Who maybe. knows? Hey, and man. a couple more it's things. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, you gotta leave us reviews on any side in which you could do so. Specifically <laughs> you gotta. ITunes. You gotta. You gotta. Everybody says a call to action. Like, please do. The- no, you fucking do it. Do it. Okay? It's time. Like Look. Shia LaBeouf says, just Look. fucking do it. You know? We've got, we've got what? Like average about 100 listeners, right? Something like that. Give or it's take. It's like 500. It's like, oh, God damn. God damn. What? Yeah. I don't even fucking know. We have an audience? Look, <laughs> that's so many people that aren't leaving reviews. What are y'all doing? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Give Good us point. give us some love, please. We, we need it. We need to... Mr. Vaughn and I have big fucking egos and we need to fill it. Really? There's a gaping. There's like a gigantic hole in my heart. I don't know why I keep saying gaping. I'm sorry. <laughs> you really After like the butthole talk. <laughs> I'm really dude. just on that word. But oh, like yeah. there's a hole in my heart that needs to be filled with your compliments. So please do so. And then the first fucking comment, like the first review we're going to get is like, you guys are dog shit. You guys are dog shit. One star. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which is left my fucking review. I'm sick of you. <laughs> that was the, they're like, that was the final straw. I was, I was like, I was okay with it, but like, I'm not going to fucking, you're not going to tell me what to do. I don't yeah. fucking get bossed around. That would be me too. That would yeah. be me. I'm so fickle. And like the second anybody tells me to do something, oh, fuck you. Fuck no. it. Yeah. But I get happen. it. Cause I don't, I don't review shit. So I can't really say anything about it. Yeah, I've only reviewed a couple things. It's yeah. like it's I'm really I'm really bad about it. Like I I always think about it like uh not with like podcasts but like especially like with like restaurants or things like that. I'm always like, "Oh, I should like give them a good review. Like I should help them out, like promote them and blah blah." blah. And then I just never do it. I'm like, I'm such a piece of shit. I don't know. It's like yeah. it's one of those things Until where you find a hair in your food and you're just like, "I'm going to like, this fucker fuck a review." This yeah, I I don't know. It's it's ridiculous because I find that when um when given given the opportunity, I'm always like, oh yeah, I sh- I should be like better about this. And then it hits me like a truck with like the. A lot of people talk about this, and it always seems like it's like yeah, that's just dumb. Like get over it. But like I have this weird anxiety about like just doing things and tasks where like sometimes someone will send me a text message and I'll be like, it's just too much energy. <laughs> It's like the most basic. It's the most basic thing. It's like type a few, like literally just fucking tap, 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 tap on this magic screen. And I'm like, oh, how could I possibly muster the energy? It's like your mic switching thing. You're like, it's just too much. It's too much. I I don't know why, man. It's 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 like so stupid to me. And I know I should just be like, 
just fucking stop bitching and do something about it. But it's like too tough. It's too tough. Yeah. It's too tough. It's too tough. Life, life is, is just too hard. Too hard. <laughs> she got first world problems. Lastly, just got to thank all of our amazing patrons at the three dollars tier higher. You give us any amount of money, I want to kiss you on the mouth. But Stop. of course, we gotta we gotta say thank you to the three dollars tier and higher. We got Ethan, a gamer for fun. John, just just John, just fucking just John. John. We'll see. Mix Matosis, aka Mix Zach Durham, Chase Hopkins, Philip Brenshaw, the one better Australia, Josh Nichols, aka Active Josh, and Sam Fillion from Canada. Thank you so much. You're all so amazing. And I gotta let you guys know, I just fucking touched my chin. This fucking microphone. I did it. Okay. That's the way we end. We end. I'm I'm popping off. It's like I'm taking that swan dive. Good night. This is it. Good night. I'm gonna fade into the ether. This is, it's done. Goodbye. It was great, y'all. Peace out.